You're listening to the podcast for Asbury United Methodist Church. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. for small groups, 10 a.m. for worship, or anytime at asburybosier.org. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, the second chapter, beginning with the first verse. It will be on the screens, it'll be online, and it's also in your Bible. Let us hear the word of the Lord. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descendant from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known to what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. In those days, the one who had all of the power made a decree, and that decree went to the ends of the earth. In the beginning, when God began creating the heavens and the earth, God spoke, let there be light, and there was light, and then God saw that it was good. God spoke and then saw. God spoke and the waters parted. God saw that it was good. There was dry land. God saw that it was good. God spoke and there were stars and the moon and the sun. God spoke and there were creeping things and swarming things and vegetation and ultimately us. And then God saw that it was good. 
Or, or in those days, the one who had all of the power spoke a decree, and that shaped the ends of the earth. God spoke, and then God saw. I imagine that God almost had divine eyes closed when God said, let there be light. And then when God's voice ceased, God opened God's own eyes to then see that it was good. And friends, that is not unlike our beginning. The beginning is not unlike our beginning because everyone in this room, when they left the womb, had eyes closed, screaming to anyone who would hear, And then when our voice ceased, our eyes opened to see the one who gave us birth. And it was good. At least for a moment. I don't know your trajectory. I don't know your story or where you are going after the service tonight. But for a moment, all of us, for a brief moment, it was good. Our beginning remembers the beginning. I don't know if you know this, but even in your birth, you are connected with God and will be until you breathe your last and then you rest with the saints. God saw. Though God saw from the perspective of creator in creation, a division, try as we might, we cannot comprehend. We cannot comprehend anything that is outside of creation. After that beginning, time passed or matured, and God's eyes continued to focus on humanity, seeing nations and cultures and celebrations and also sufferings. God loved us enough to give us the sign of a covenant that any time it is raining and it's a sunny day, we can look to the heavens to see that God is still there. God continues to love us and we are not alone. His eye is on the sparrow and I know he watches me. How is it that God sees? Does God... Does God blink? Does God need to blink? Everything we see at this time of year is different, isn't it? Lights up on the housetop and windows displays of reds and greens and golds and whites and trees in our living room and SUVs with antlers and a red nose as the hood ornament, which I've seen very little of this year, and that's okay. It's not that just the decorations are different. Have you noticed that we see more people serving this time of year? We see restaurants full because people are celebrating again. We see cars in the street and Dogwood South, they're always in the street, but it's because, it's because that people are celebrating Friends and family have come home. Things just look different this time of year because all of creation, with intent or accident, recognizes that when God put on flesh, everything changed. 
We look at the world and we might ask God, do you see what I, do you see what I see? Do you see what I see, Lord? Do you, do you see the hungry? Do you see the poor? Do you see those who are put down and messed up, forgotten or ignored? And for the first time, God, through the incarnation and the person of Jesus now has eyes to see. And God might answer by asking us the same question. Do you see what I see? Do you see that the hungry will soon be filled, that the poor will be blessed and the persecuted will leap for joy because great is their reward? I will walk among you. I will call you to follow and together we will change the world. God not only saw, but God also heard. God spoke with Adam and Eve in the garden. God heard Abel's blood crying from the ground. God heard the desperation of Hagar in the wilderness. God heard the begging and the pleading and the suffering of God's own people when they were slaves in Egypt. God's ears were tuned to the cries of humanity. At Christmas, our ears are also tuned, tuned to jingle bells and winter wonderland and from, from wham to not Nat King Cole, our ears are tuned to hear the joy of the season. Everything since Halloween just sounds different. And it's because all of creation with intent or accident, recognizes that when God put on flesh, everything changed. We might cry out to God, God, do you hear what I hear? Do you hear caroling? Do you hear laughter? Do you hear the melodies that celebrate your son's birth? And now in the person of Jesus, God has ears and God might reply to us, with the same question, do you hear what I hear? Yes, I hear the joy. Yes, I hear Merry Christmas in the marketplace. I also hear your laments and the silent sniffling of those who hold sorrow in secret. I also hear the prayers of a child who has put peace and security on her Christmas list. Comfort, O oh, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all of your sins. Soon you will hear words that call for loving your enemies, words of healing for those who are sick. You will hear that we are, if we are told to be quiet, even the rocks and stones themselves will sing out, I will walk among you, I will call you to follow, and together we will change the world. Not only in the person of Jesus does God see with divine eyes and hear with holy ears, but God, for the first time, will know what it means to hunger and to thirst let us not forget on that first Noel that Mary, the Theotokos, the mother of God, the nursing Madonna, offered Jesus his first meal. She offered through her body nourishment to the one through his body will nourish us through holy 
communion? Could it be that the humility and intimacy and holiness of nursing is why Jesus understood to say, this is my body given for you? That there's nothing more holy than, than us nourishing one another with everything that we are. This is my body offered to you every time you eat, every time you feast, every time you set the table for family, friend, or enemy, do it while being mindful of me. Feeling hunger pains in the wilderness may be why Jesus so often was sitting around the table with someone, breaking bread with saint and sinner alike. Not only are the sights and the sounds different this time of year, but the way we have set the table has also changed. Gingerbread and cranberries and sugar cookies and figgy pudding, if you like figgy pudding. Everything we eat is different this time of year, and it is because all of creation, with intent or accident, recognizes that when God put on flesh, everything changed. We might say to God, God, do you taste what we taste? Do you taste the sweetness of sugar plums and the, the cookies left by the fireplace for a very special guest later tonight? And God might say, do you taste what I taste? Yes, I love the winter harvest, but I'm also mindful of those who hungered as I did. Those who know the exhaustion of dehydration. I want my people to taste and see that I am good. I will walk among you. I will call you to follow, and together we will change the world. Sights, sounds, hunger, and also touch. God will know what it means to embrace. God will know what it means to be embraced, to know the power and also the great responsibility of human touch, the confusion of puberty, the pain of when your body fails. Hands that are outstretched calling for his mother will also be hands outstretched on a cross, showing us the passionate love of God, the love that God has for all of creation. God will walk among us. God will call us to follow, and together with God, we will change the world. Yes, yes, it is a silent night. It's because Christmas is the eye of the hurricane. A wind burdened with passion and fervor and faith and justice and a peace that surpasses all understanding so that in those days gives away to on this day so that all of our days will know the salvation offered through Jesus' death, through Jesus' defeat of death. In those days, God did see and hear, but on this day, heaven and earth collide so that we will never see or hear or taste or touch ever the same again. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be counted. But on this day, to us is born in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. On this day, everything is changed. 
Just like a child's cry with eyes closed remembers God's first words before the light of sight, may tonight be a beginning that remembers the beginning so that all of our senses will be devoted to the new creation born from Jesus who lived, who died, and who rose again so that creator and creation might be one. As it says at the end of God's story, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first earth and the first heaven had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven for God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them and they will be God's people and God himself will lead them. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more for the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Tonight is the night we recognize that God now has eyes to see and ears to hear and the patience to break bread with us and the power and the responsibility of touch so that we might know we are never alone, that God is indeed with us, our Lord, Emmanuel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let us pray.